0: Everybody, and welcome to another episode of no one cares about
1: episode four your fantasy blowout
0: Hi.
1: <laughs> i am your commissioner johnny joined by always with your favorite co-host crispy here to talk about all things week three get us ready for week four and all the nonsense
0: okay, let's just get out of week three i don't even want to think about week three anymore <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, welcome to a uh, week after being defeated by Lynn, and <laughs> here we are.
0: At least your your uh, defeat wasn't as disgusting as mine. <laughs> I don't even know.
1: <laughs> it, bad is bad.
0: It was bad. I, oh my gosh, I, I'm sure it'll come up later and I'll explain what happened, but man oh man, talk about a blowout. That was horrible. But you know what? I think that was really kind of like the trend of this whole week. Like players that were normally showing up like did not show up. And then players who we talked about last week doing nothing for all of a sudden going going off.
1: It was a weird week of fantasy. It was a weird week of real football. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a weird year so far, kind of. But you know, we'll we'll get into a flow. We'll, we'll get there. But yeah, I think we can officially say that Derek Henry listens to our podcast, right?
0: I think so. There's some things going on. Someone, he's got a friend of a friend of a friend who's like, hey, people are starting to mention your name. But I'd like to think that Derek Henry is a listener, subscriber, follower, maybe one of our five-star raiders.
1: Maybe, yeah. Well, I don't know if he'd give us five stars. I think he clearly took offense to my comments last week, calling him a round one bust. But maybe that was just the fire that he needed to, uh, you know, kick his season off.
0: Think he's he appreciates the truth when provided.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Either
0: way, he you know is looking back, you know, what people expected of him. So good for Derek Henry owners out there. But uh yeah, let's get into what the injuries, issues of week three were.
1: And just like every week so far, you got a long list to go through.
0: It 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 was longer. I I cut some of them out just because we I try to focus on you know whose people are actually starting. And not really focusing on some defensive players that I mean, it's not that they're not relevant because they totally are, and they can really make a difference for you know the other players that you're choosing to play. But this podcast is already way too long.
1: <laughs> well, I think I, I luckily made it safe through this this round of injuries. But um, a big highlight one was uh, Dalvin Cook with that dislocated shoulder. I know. I don't think running backs need shoulders.
0: Oh, apparently he's just going to play with a brace, and I think he's played with the brace before from some other news that I've heard that I was listening to and he can go off when he wears that brace. So Chris, maybe you're, you're in for a big week with Dalvin Cook.
1: I think I have a, I have a share or two of Alexander Madison. So if Dalvin, you want to take a couple weeks off, you know, get better, feel free, my friend. It's a long season.
0: I, I don't know. It sounds like he's ready to go, so I wouldn't hold my breath on that one.
1: <laughs> you know, a tough one was uh, DeAndre Swift, right? Yeah, Roxanne's right. Um, running back there, shoulder slash ankle. Going to be out for a while.
0: Yeah, they're saying like through their week, week six by. Um, I feel like Roxanne has been consistently on this list. Like a lot of her players are getting hurt. <laughs> oh man, Roxanne, I don't. You just you pick you pick the injured batch, but. I mean I think you're you're doing you're doing well. We'll talk about rankings later but yeah, she's definitely been consistently on this list with her players. Yeah,
1: you know, she's going to have a healthy week and then um her players are going to go off towards the end of the season, who
0: knows. That's true. I'm sure, they'll all come back ready to go. Another big one was uh you know Monday night Sterling Shepherd.
1: Brutal. It was a
0: non-contact injury, right?
1: ACLs usually are, yeah.
0: Yeah, and supposedly or, or apparently the Giants stadium is like notorious for these injuries. So I don't know. I mean, you would think that the Giants would be concerned about keeping their own players safe and healthy, that maybe they should they should take a look at what's going on with their stadium. You
1: know, maybe because the Giants and the Jets share that stadium, maybe there's just some bad juju, maybe the jets you know threw in some divots in this field before they
0: left who knows <laughs> sabotage yeah that's you know an adrian's player so adrian you got sterling Shepard now who i believe was a waiver wire pickup so uh, you also have david montgomery with the knee ankle injury which i think they're just saying he's day-to-day so that's just something to keep an eye out on
1: and breakout hard knocks star amon Ross St. brown ankle Ugh. injury Hopefully is not too bad because you know kind of root for that guy.
0: Yeah, you know I think I I drafted him last season and it took a while for him to pick up and I stupidly dropped him. Uh, definitely regretting that, but yeah I hope I hope he's gonna do all right. He um or is you know will recover quickly because he's great. He I mean he just has an amazing name to hear every time he does anything sure is. amazing. So. Uh, they just say he's going to, he may miss some time. So Lou, that's someone to look out for on your team.
1: Do you prefer Amon-Ra St. Brown or Equinimia St. Brown for uh, best name?
0: Amon-Ra only because I really, really love like Egyptian mythology and, you know, all the stories and anything to do with the pyramids and anything to do with that history. So Amon-Ra is definitely better. And I don't even think I can say Equin equanimous
1: equanimous
0: equanimous name
1: probably <laughs> so Ra is definitely
0: easier to say so it just you know multiple reasons i i'm team amon that's
1: fair all right so let's go into our favorite game from this past week week three and uh before we do actually uh do you have any sponsors uh for this segment
0: you know what We really don't.
1: (laughs) Oh man, no sponsors.
0: I know. But if someone would like to, you know, be the official sponsor of our week three favorite game of the week, then insert name here. We would love to, we would love to promote you. We would love to talk more about you and say how great you are and come let us, let us know, let us know. We, 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 we're really great. We are very positive people and we only have good things to say about insert name here
1: our sponsors yeah yeah email our people and we'll our people will email your people or something so it would be great all right so for our favorite week three matchups for me it was the Jags at Chargers what do you know about this game
0: you know what I know zippity squat <laughs> no I was I was watching I was watching the Rams game Jimmy's a, a Rams fan so we were watching that game exclusively. So
1: please tell me more. So, so here's the thing, right? It it was not a great game. So it's like, why
0: would you Neither be there was the Rams game. So he probably should have <laughs> tuned in elsewhere.
1: The reason I picked this game, I mean, the big reason I guess is that the, there was a big headline going into the week, right? Of Justin Herbert, we talked about that Thursday night game right. the week prior. And it's like, is he going to play right? And you know, obviously, fantasy managers are, are concerned because of, the the receivers and all that stuff, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And so everyone's kind of waiting down to the minute what's going to happen.
0: And And, still no Keenan Allen,
1: so. No Keenan Allen, right? And so going into the game, you know, my head, you know, I don't don't know if you know this, but I'm not an NFL head coach. But Mm. if I was, (laughs) um, I would have said, you know, Jags are coming into town. If there's any game that my backup quarterback who has been in the NFL for 12 plus years, Chase Daniels, can maybe handle it might be the Jags right it's not a division (laughs) game um let's rest up our million 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 dollars quarterback right and let our backup take a shot right but no I think uh, as the injury report came out 90 minutes before they said Herbert's in and I was like oh okay I guess he must feel better or something and then so crazy um, obviously that didn't go too well um didn't seem like he got banged up necessarily but it just wasn't a good game right and so why would you play your quarterback for so long and ultimately take a loss of 38 to 10 and then going into the fourth quarter it was 31 to 10 like l- give him the fourth quarter off at least but... this is
0: what we were talking about last week you know you saw herbert's face you saw him playing on third on that thursday night and he was in such clear pain and that game was a lot closer. So right. more understanding as to maybe why you would continue to play him. But at what point do you see a player suffering on the field and make that executive decision and whose decision needs to be to be making that and say, even though the player's like, no coach, put me in there, I can do this. Where you have to just put your foot in and go, No, Justin, we're playing you, we're paying you a ton of money. Sit your ass down on the bench. Like, we can't afford to lose you. We can't afford for you to not be able to play, you know, at 90% or higher because you're hurting so badly. And yeah, he had slightly longer week to get better because they, or to feel better because they played on Thursday going into the following Sunday. But it's just so crazy. Like, and we're seeing more of that and of just more player advocacy is needed and not to let players push themselves to that point because. It was so physically apparent on his face and to then lose that badly to the Jags and still have him playing when he's not playing great. And he's clearly not like close to 90% being okay. Like just bench him doesn't mean like you don't believe in him. It's just that means you're looking out for him and that you care about him as a player and as a teammate. And that you're going to take care of your players. And I think that's super important. And I mean, the Titans, the Titans saw it. They, they had a horrible blowout, but they sat everybody down because they know what's more important. Let your other players who don't get to get out on the field on like a primetime game or just on a, you know, a big game against other teams and let them get out there and get those reps instead of just working your starred players who are hurting and just continuing to get hurt because now who knows what he's going to
1: look like going into week four. Right. Right. So yeah, crazy. I mean, that's storyline was a big part of it. The other side of the token is, you know, to be honest, I'm pretty big on the Jags this year. Uh, I like Trevor Lawrence and uh, (laughs) Travis Etienne. I I don't know why they paid Christian Kirk so much money, but kind of exciting (laughs) that they did. And so it was nice to see the Jags be really good. Uh, But unfortunately it happened with, with the other side of the ball of, you know, Herbert's injury and stuff, but yeah, that's my week three game.
0: My pick was the Bills and Dolphins. Uh, Like you mentioned earlier, you know, we finally got some real football, although I wasn't expecting it from the Dolphins, but, you know, rewatching the highlights of that game, like it, you know, it's, it's nice to finally have an exciting game again this season. I, I, You know, a lot of these games have been really, really rough. I think, you know, you watching the Broncos, me watching the Cowboys, those have been rough games. Like there's nothing exciting about those games. You get excited because you're a fan and you want your team to do well and you want them to win. And for that, like, you know, the exhilarations up there, but just watching like two, especially watching the Bills. I mean, the Bills are just such an amazing team this season. And, you know, we talked about two a time last week and not being really sure if that was going to be something that we were going to continue to see, or was it a fluke? Like, two would just have a good game and they beat the Bills. Like, that's, that's amazing football. Like, this is why we, like, we, we play fantasy. This is why we watch the game, like to see games like this, where it's just exciting and fun and it ended in an adult man tantrum and I just thought that was the most amazing thing but everyone loves to see a grown man have a tantrum like that's just the most amazing sight you know it happens you run out of you run out of time on the field and you can't you can't get to that last play and I mean that's just clock management so I don't think it was necessary for him to react that way but it was definitely super funny and some (laughs) great memes out of it (laughs) definitely how I felt coming out of week three. And yeah. it, it's just super amazing to to be able to say the Dolphins are undefeated so far. I mean, sure, it's only week four now that we're going into, but who would have ever expected the Dolphins to be undefeated
1: Dolphins undefeated and with a, a, one of those wins against the Bills I mean that's huge
0: yeah that's amazing and it's gonna be you know really exciting football at least with those two teams I'm excited I'm excited I'm excited to continue to watch and see how the Dolphins do the rest of the season
1: yeah who you know, who would have thought that the they'd be in contention right in that division but it's gonna be Bills and uh and the dolphins coming out of the what is that the south is that the south
0: is are they the afc east oh yeah
1: i think you're right it's the east
0: yeah i think they're yeah they're afc east and dolphins are now on top <laughs> which is crazy wild
1: all right so welcome everyone to our very first guest the one and only defending champion miss lynn castro yeah. <laughs> applause, Yay, applause, lynn. Applause.
0: <laughs> it's sort of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, guys. Hi. Well, you're our very first guest, so welcome to the show.
1: Welcome to the pod home. How's it feel?
0: <laughs> it feels wonderful. Woo-hoo.
2: First <laughs> one. Love it. All right.
1: So our first guest here, so we're doing our get to know you section. Um, actually, I was going to start off with this, actually. Maybe we put this at the end, but I'm going to do it now. What have your thoughts been on the podcast so far?
2: I love it. I love it. Going back, the, the banter between you both. Christine, I'll let you know you weren't pitchy on the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I lo- I love the banter back and forth. I really, really love it. We got to get more listeners out there and we there need we to go. get some sponsors.
1: Uh, see, yeah, see? They we're on well, the no. same page. Excellent.
2: <laughs> Heck yeah. Cool, cool. Get some breweries out there. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. So we should do a weekly brewery. That's what you should do. That'd yeah. be fun. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll start off with obviously your name, your Lynn Castro. Yeah. But tell us about your team name.
2: Um, my team name is uh, Drake Life from London. Just thought I'd do a little playoff of one of my players. I was formerly Action Jackson and thought I'd switch it up this year.
1: Nice. Is, uh, the the playoff, your players, that, that's your reoccurring theme, right? You always like to do that.
2: I do. I do. Unless we have like, you know, I think we had a Game of Thrones one, one time. So, I mean, unless it's like specific to a show, um, I'm going to,
0: you know, keep it with, uh, my players. I like it. I'm just not clever enough for that kind of life. (laughs) I just stick to the same name the whole time.
1: (laughs) I've done it a few times, but it's sometimes like you get attached to a name and then you lose the player in the next season. You're like, man, I got to find a new name.
2: Yeah. I agree. Cause I used to have like in administration, uh, mm-hmm. but you know, my <laughs> other half likes to take my players. So, uh, you know, <laughs> won't go there.
1: <laughs> we, we can talk about that in a little bit, but that, yeah, that, that, that seems yeah. to be a common theme between you two. I know uh, you guys have shared Terry McLaurin also.
2: Yeah. First time I dropped him. I didn't think that he would <laughs> have, uh, you know, anybody to throw to him, but we'll see how that plays out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Of course. So I'm going to ask this next question because again, it might be weird coming from Johnny. But how do you know Johnny? Well,
2: I know Johnny thanks to my other half um, who taught him some things and stuff, you know, just things and stuff. So, um, taught us
1: both some things and stuff. So. That's Just, right.
2: a, little. That's just right. a little. Just a little. <laughs> um, apparently, Johnny, we were in the same car when we went to San Diego to watch an indoor percussion show back in 2004. Do you remember? Yeah,
1: that? that's right. That was... I,
2: I don't remember that. Is it bad that I can't remember who was in the car? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it was you and a bunch of high school kids, so I don't, I didn't expect you to, to remember who we all were. Yeah.
2: So that was fun, I guess. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. Think was. I enjoy, I really did enjoy that show though.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was our first That's interaction a long time show. ago.
2: Yeah. That was 2004. Wow. Crazy Time flies. It really does.
1: So uh, not a surprise on this one either, but, uh, <laughs> tell us, I think we've, we, we've already mentioned it on the podcast before, but who's so. your favorite NFL team and why?
2: Uh, Well, my favorite NFL team is the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Woo hoo! -hoo, Yeah, (laughs) can't Um, say
1: anything about numbers at the moment.
2: (laughs) It's all right. We got at least we have some buddies on here. Um, I've been a fan since I was a wee bitty girl, thanks to my dad. So he's uh, he's a retired Leo correction officer. We we lived in in Dallas. And he would get some overtime gigs as security or even work at, you know, security. uh, I'm sorry, as a police force. And he would get some tickets to go. So he took me to my first NFL game to watch the Cowboys at Texas Stadium. And I have been a fan since. So, yeah, I grew up watching Staubach, Tony Dorsett, Randy White, and love it, you know. It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, <laughs> That's
0: <how it> is. <laughs> You're an old school fan. So you have like so much more like bolstering your fanship than I do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's pretty fun. So, you know, like Thanksgiving, when we go visit my dad, you know, we're always watching and we're all, we're all over the place, but my, my dad and I are the, the, the loyal Cowboys fans, everybody branched off. Betrayers. I know. Right. <laughs> Who are they?
1: do you remember who they played in that that first game you went to
2: I don't I don't I was four five years old oh yeah so I'll
1: I'll leave you off the hook for that one Then. yeah
2: yeah but but you know just walking into a big stadium like that that's just something that you don't forget right and you know the atmosphere
0: that's amazing
2: what an experience for a four-year-old yeah and I've been a I've been a fan since so you know thanks to my dad I'm I'm I, I love sports.
1: And luckily you keep the, the cowboy in, in the family too, right? With yes. uh, with Castro's preference as well. But we'll talk about that with him when, when he's on the podcast.
2: Yes, I'm sure, I'm sure he'll have his story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so how many fantasy teams do you have going this season? And do we have to ask this question? Any championship wins? We know you've won yeah. this one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you won any others?
2: <laughs> okay. So um I'm currently in three fantasy teams this year. Um I'm the commission one league that we just started oh, wow. with some friends who's never played uh fantasy football. Uh they've been hearing Tony and I talk about it. They've been wanting to do it. So um we put it together in like a week or probably two days or something like that and um oh. so it was fun. I kind of felt guilty. I was like, "Man, we're just going to blow these guys out. (laughs) Like, do they know what they're doing? (laughs) But um, some people did their homework. Some people clearly didn't. Um, You know, we had one, one team that, or one uh, individual that picked all, Practically all of her favorite team. Uh, The Pittsburgh Steelers were like, "Um, hello, you got to pick from other teams, too. So that was fun. Uh, And I am in a work league um, that one of my colleagues started and I'm on your uh, final dynasty. So is
1: is, is three like the sweet spot for you? What do you think about that?
2: It is um, just because, you know, having to toggle back and forth and, you know, I really like the sleeper app, by the way, Johnny. So great move mm-hmm. on that. Moving it Thank here. You. Sleeper but, sponsor us. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> sponsor. But yeah, the, the other two are in uh, ESPN, but you know, it, it's just a lot, you know, having to track your players, who you're going to, who who's injured, what, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to stick at three. That's, that's, that's my, fair. That's my cap. <laughs>
0: And any other championship wins?
2: I'm not, I don't. Uh, I've come, I've been the first loser in one. <laughs> I came <laughs> in second, but yeah, no, this was uh, last year was my first uh, championship win. Woohoo.
1: Wow. Are, congratulations. You, are you blowing?
2: Yeah, congrats!
0: Are you? No, I mean.
1: That's <laughs> so snarky.
0: <laughs> no, really, that's awesome, Lynn. I, I, it was really great to 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 see you win last season. And even though you're destroying us this year, are you destroying <laughs> so everybody how. in the other two leagues too? And, Your team is um, just ridiculous.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know how. I don't know. uh We'll talk about that. I, I'm sure. But the one league, I am. I'm three and zero oh and one. And then the other one, uh, I am one and two. Oh. Yeah, the other one it was just, but I lost those two, those other two games um, by like probably less than ten points, so Ooh. they were close, and it was because I didn't manage wisely. Mm. I had other players spending were, too
0: much time on Final Dynasty. To I, was, I was, to was the others. Was. Yes,
2: yes. <laughs> <laughs> True story.
1: <laughs> so, uh, what spot did you draft in this season's a draft for our league?
2: I drafted in the eighth spot. Wasn't ideal, but I think I made it work. Uh, You know, I kept five of the six keepers just to help make up for the terrible spot. (laughs) Who did you keep? Let's see. I kept Jamar Chase. Um, I kept the bully from Friday, Ebo Samuel. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um,
2: And let's see who else. I think I kept some pretty decent running backs. You know, that's questionable. Williams from from Denver. Mm -hmm, That's right. Ah, gosh, I can't remember who my other running back was that I kept.
0: You kept Williams, Chase, Samuel, Lamar Jackson, Patterson. Okay. They're yeah. all Patterson. Patterson. Yeah. So that one was a great keep, I think. Especially yeah. you kept him you got him in the 13th round. Yes, yes. I had some pretty
2: I, I was lucky with, with Lamar the first year I got him. I think I got him like in the probably the second to the last round or something like that. So oh, wow. I think this is probably the last year I'm gonna be able to keep him.
1: You kept him in six this in sixth round this year. Or so yeah might, might be the last year might get I one more it, yeah, yeah I think it's the last year originally picked him up in the 15th round so 15 oh, he's, he's been a great keeper for the past three years for you for yeah, sure yeah
2: he has definitely wow
0: and then how do you well I think it's been obvious but how do you <laughs> feel about your draft versus now going into week four
2: yeah well see I really wasn't uh, I, I really wasn't happy with it, right? I feel better, you know, now that I'm 3 and 0, but
1: It's not you're I'm not really even 3 gonna... and 0. It's like the utter domination though. You're beating us by so many points.
2: Hey. 3 laughing. and 0 is like an Especially. understatement. So crazy. So crazy. I know. Yeah. So I knew I had to upgrade, right? And running back since I, again, I didn't, you know, I didn't keep hot chub time machine. I think picked <laughs> him up, Tony <and> did. <laughs> so I figured, right, since I was keeping, you know, uh um, the Corderell and, and, um, Williams. I was like, okay, I had to pick them up. Uh, and then I had Jamar chase and, and Debo. So I thought I would go for Kelsey in the first round. I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. let me have at least a decent, (laughs) you know, tight end. Sorry, Christina. Okay.
0: I'm over it.
2: (laughs) But but yeah, overall, I can't, I can't complain given, given, you know, the draft position and, and where I'm sitting now, I seriously, I don't know how I'm doing this, but I,
0: well, we'll see. Take we're going to, Johnny and I are going to talk about it later, uh, and hopefully we don't uh, cause any major fights in the Castro household. <laughs> but. You guys are playing each other this week, so we are. We'll see, we are. We'll see how that goes. It's definitely, it it's definitely a game that I, a matchup I'm watching.
2: <laughs> I know we, uh, we always uh, take it seriously as the Castro Bowl. So just so you know, on my other Castro league, we, yeah, we played last week and I won them <laughs> last week as well. So ooh, nice. Um, I always take screenshots. You know, I try not to, to <laughs> brag during the season until after it because I always ooh, know, ooh. you know, karma. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. I do. We take it serious between us two.
0: <laughs> you have to, you have we to. Do. We do. I think it should be obvious to everyone very, you know, having you be our first guest and everything, everyone knows exactly where you stand. Your current <laughs> record is three and L, whether you're going to go four and O is question this week against yes. Castro obviously I always love to see Castro lose so it's it's a it's a hard <laughs> one for me I'm with you
2: on that one fist found, okay <laughs> virtual
1: <laughs> maybe you guys can just uh, plan for a tie this week that'd be great
2: or maybe not
0: <laughs> I wonder if that's ever been seen in fantasy it's got to be right like in fantasy there has to have been a tie somewhere in fantasy yeah. history
1: yeah but it, it's tough with the decimal scoring
0: mm-hmm. yeah Very possible (laughs) for
1: sure. All right. And then our last, our favorite silly question here. What's your go-to Sunday football treat, whether it's food, snack or drink?
2: Um, Well, treats, definitely chips, um, wings (laughs) and a nice cold beer. That is unless the are playing like crap, and I'll just go get me some vodka uh, with yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> say, and then the beers turn into multiple.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. So, but yeah, definitely chips and wings. I I like that. That's very easy. I can sit at the couch and just chomp away.
0: <laughs> I like that's, that's that's I like a it. great that's a great go to.
1: All right. So, as our first guest, I also want to give. you, We we don't have this officially written down, but I want to give you an opportunity for any rebuttals, anything that we've said about you in the previous weeks. This is this is your chance to get it all out. I
2: know, I know, Christina. You know, I'm going to say it, right? I'm old, but not that old.
0: (laughs) Okay. In my defense, as I was going through, is it last week's episode? We started talking. I think we started talking about Julio Jones being old. And uh-huh. then from that point on I kept saying old old <laughs> over and over and over again about different <laughs> things and <laughs> I know I laughed I laughed so hard when I heard that and I was like <gasps> and then when you,
2: the minute you you caught yourself I was like oh yeah we're just going to play off of this now
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah and then you just destroyed me <laughs> <laughs> and then you destroyed me karma so... hammer
1: came down
0: oh that, yeah it came down real hard i'm so sorry <laughs> not no. <laughs> you know that i, I know was just, it was so all funny. But, yeah, it's so but, funny but yeah but we
2: have to we have to play off of it you know we just got to keep going yeah. with it all season
1: <laughs> it's funny because she she immediately wanted it to like uh, edit that out and she like recorded the thing after uh-huh. and then it, what did you call her like dear young Lin or <laughs> youthful, something. Like
0: youthful yeah, like Youthful
1: <laughs> Lin. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what you said, and I was like, you can't just like now. That's out of context. You have to put <laughs> the beginning part, or else it doesn't make sense.
2: That's awesome. Thanks, Johnny, for for keeping that in there. Love it. Yeah,
1: yeah. She she tried to hi- hide it away. I was like, mm, you're yeah, not mm, getting away with that one. So not yet. Saying, yeah, me
0: dang. saying, me saying, I take that back. Is me being like, oh, we're gonna cut around that, <laughs> but we did not. <laughs> did
2: I'm, not. Glad I, I'm glad you kept it in. I'm glad you kept it in.
0: Even Roxanne was like, oh, you're going to pay for that one. I was like, I know.
2: (laughs) And I really love the banter this year because it has been really quiet on the the chat. So I love that, you know, there's a lot more activity in there
0: too. Yeah, I think definitely like us meeting up for, the draft this year, even though everybody couldn't be there, um, really set the tone just for people to like be more interactive and like want to talk to one another. So
2: yeah, definitely, Great. totally down to to do uh San Diego next year, Johnny. We'll take there a we go. Surf liner down. Guava Beach, out there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Still shout out to, to Guava Beach.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Lynn. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank our Lynn. busy Welcome. week as our first guest. Thank you for everything.
2: Awesome. Thank time. you guys for putting this together. This is fun. Can't wait to to hear the whole thing come together. Sounds awesome. Good. Thanks, Lynn.
1: All right, let's take a look at our leaders coming off of week three. No surprise here. We got uh, Lynn still holding strong, 179.32
0: points. Ugh, obviously no change. Lynn is still in first place. <laughs> and then coming in second in our leaderboard was Lou with normal range of scoring. He jumped up from sixth to third place. And Jay, Jay, look at you. You still lost, but I'm so proud of you. Jay came in third place in our top three leaders this week with 132.24. He lost to Lou. As you can see, their points were very, very close.
1: Less than two points.
0: And Jay jumped up from 12th place to 11th place. So Jay, one place at a time, you are making progress, my friend. Very proud of you. Congrats in making it in the top three. I mean that wholeheartedly.
1: And uh, with our worst and best performance, we have Lynn, obviously, almost breaking that 180 mark. Oh my gosh. And Fred... unfortunately with our worst score of 98.16 but hey in like in the grand scheme of things 98 points is like not a terrible
0: week no it, it's really not I'm laughing because if it wasn't for Saquon and like literally like the last couple of minutes or last like five minutes I think of Monday night's game I was definitely looking at being the worst performance <laughs> you
1: just squeaked out of it huh <laughs>
0: Oh my god. I was watching that game like not even as a Cowboys fan, just for my own dignity. Nothing against you, Fred, but like I couldn't be the worst performance and lose to Lynn when with her getting 179 points. And I think I had like 95 going into Monday night. Like it was bad. Or less than that. Because I think I got 20 points from Saquon because he had he got the uh, that touchdown. So my team was not looking hot this week, but luckily i was able to get a couple of extra points at the end and not end up being the worst so fred i'm sorry but thank you
1: <laughs> thank you for saving her the embarrassment in her own podcast
0: i know although not really saving me since i just broadcasted this to everyone i could have just pretended i i you know did like fourth or something
1: Mm -hmm. it's true whoops and a little humble break for me since Lou got to do it last week I went undefeated in all of my leagues this weekend I can't remember the last time I've done that so excited and all thanks to my first win in this league
0: are you gonna change your name
1: um i haven't thought of a new name but i don't know do you have any suggestions
0: i don't know we had a couple of name changes this week too
1: we do arthur changed his
0: name yeah arthur changed his name roxanne changed her name i think it it's definitely your turn you you earned it
1: All right. So um, like we we talked about Survivor League a little bit last week. Uh, This week, we didn't have any eliminations, but I want to just give you a quick update. So after the weirdness that was week three in terms of scoring, like, you know, a lot of the big name people didn't get a lot of points. And so when we finished week one of the games, I think three people had less than a hundred points. And so like I considered Mm -hmm. them on the bubble, but this week everyone was very low scoring, which is going to be very exciting going into this week's elimination. So if I considered on the bubble under a hundred points, there were nine teams under a hundred points.
0: Oh my God.
1: (laughs) Versus three last time. The the highest scoring team had 129.9 that was last time so no th- this this past week the highest scoring team had 129 points and oh, so wow. nine teams were sub
0: 100
1: oh my gosh so literally anyone could be eliminated the lowest scoring team is 79 points and is then 80 points it's not i was i was second <laughs> to highest scoring
0: oh look at you
1: I had, a, I had a good i had a good survival week
0: was the top team
1: uh the derrick henry pickup was not he got oh. six he's but our very own adrian is in 14th place with 80.2 points so Uh-oh. hopefully adrian doesn't get eliminated this coming week
0: yeah we all have high hopes for you guys because you're listening to this and you're keeping track and up to date so you should be know what's going on
1: double league updates for you guys
0: all right well finally we've made it week four preview we had some more waiver pickups this week
1: a little quiet on the on the waiver front this time though right
0: it was a little quiet well yes and no there were actually quite a bit of pickups and every week there are actually more pickups than we talk about. We really just sort of talk about the ones that have like multiple people going after them. But there were a couple that had a few claims on them. The number one attempted pickup was Zay Jones. I've Finally used my number one pick and my from my waivers and I got Zay Jones. So I'm very excited for that. It's also very exciting when like I see that four other people or three other people <laughs> wanted him and I got him. So woo, go me.
1: Yeah, if he used your waiver claim and uh no one went for it, that would have been really
0: sad. I would have been so sad. W- I would have just been like, Ugh, of course. I've been saving it, and then nobody even tried to go after him. But he was, I mean, so obviously such a big name coming out of week three that I was fairly certain that at least least one other person would, would be interested in him but four was exciting for me um and then this was a, a second round waivers um we after i don't know why this was extended to th- i guess something somebody must have dropped the chargers defense yeah, coming exactly. out of our tuesday waivers yeah. so then we had a waiver clear last night for the chargers defense and there were two claims two
1: people <laughs> went for the charger defense last night
0: If it's not obvious it was me and johnny <laughs> If it's also not obvious, I did not get the Chargers defense.
1: But what's interesting, I don't know if you noticed, if you look at my team right now, I don't have the Chargers defense either.
0: Oh, wait, what?
1: (laughs) So I I do want to chalk it up as a glitch. It's a thing. Ultimately, this, this is... This is what happened because I was curious about that, too. I'm like, why, why don't I have the Chargers defense until so I got them off waivers? You know, you know, when you pick a waiver claim, you need to pick a team to drop or uh, someone to drop if you don't have room for it. Right. Yeah. Magical. The reason I was going for the Chargers defense is because the defense that I've had for the past couple weeks didn't really like their matchup this week. I thought I should drop them. You know, that defense was the Cincinnati Bengals.
0: Who played last night.
1: Who played a Thursday night game. So they played the Thursday night game active on my roster because I hadn't dropped them yeah and so the waiver happened with it you know it couldn't drop them they got points
0: but it says that you. oh my god so okay (laughs) so last night because you posted something on our on our league chat and I went to go look and because it was you know it was late and I was curious to see why you were posting so late and I saw the the waiver go through and I saw it was you I saw that you had dropped the, the Bengals defense and I did not even think that through, but then I just left it alone. So did, so at that time when I looked and I responded back and said, dang it, you didn't have them on your team.
1: I mean, I, I think they're in limbo right now. It's not until the end of this week where the, the Bengals are, I think they're going to be forced dropped from my team. Well, but- if
0: I look at, if I look at your team, I see the chargers on your team.
1: But for like week five, probably.
0: That's so weird. Yeah, I mean they're on your bench, but then the Bengals are still also in your lineup.
1: Yeah, I think I think as soon as the games like the week is done, they're gonna get auto drop from my team.
0: I feel like that's an illegal waiver. And I yeah.
1: Demand <laughs> the, the Chargers' defense.
0: I don't know. I don't know who to go to for this because you're the commissioner.
1: <laughs> here's the honest truth. I didn't realize what I was doing. Like. <laughs> I, I, I saw the Chargers were on waivers and I was like, Oh, I have the Bengals, they're playing the Dolphins. I don't want to I don't wanna play the Bengals. Let me pick up Chargers defense. Oh, it's waivers, I gotta wait. And then I, when I posted last night is because I saw that I got it and I thought it was funny that you went for them too, right? And uh-huh. after i had posted, and then I saw you say dang it and stuff, I went back to my team and I was like, Wait, oh shoot, the Bengals have points. And then if I look at my bench, I don't see the Chargers there. So that is I think so they just won though they're just in limbo
0: that seems like an illegal waiver to me though like that should not that should have been like a oh sorry you can't drop someone who's like already played on your team if the waivers I, cleared after your team i'm call. i'm calling some cheating vibes on the commissioner and i don't know who to take these up to
1: <laughs> again also didn't do it on purpose by any means because i didn't want the bagel's I didn't want these Bengals points. Oh, yeah. This is so look- weird.
0: If I go, if I go on the website, mm-hmm. you have the Bengals defense in your lineup and the Chargers are on your bench. If I go into the app, you don't have a defense on your lineup and the chargers are on your bench. So none of this makes sense. This is a weird <laughs>
1: so looking looking at my team right now. I see I see the Bengals with points, but it also says off roster. Because so here's ultimately what happened, right? I played the I played the Bengals. they're on my team and then waiver drop them but again they're gonna get auto dropped it's it's what's gonna happen
0: that doesn't seem i feel like that shouldn't be possible though if you have if you have a and this is just in general like if you have a player that you played and you're trying to pick up somebody then then automatically that waiver shouldn't be able to clear until you're like eligible to drop that player otherwise like that doesn't make sense. It's great. It's, it's
1: it's tough though. So, I mean, p- put a different frame on it. Let's say it's, I'm getting a player on that's on Monday night, right? And so waivers clear middle of the night, Monday or whatever. And I, I want to put a defense out there in case I don't get this waiver claim. So I should still get, because if I if I don't get the waiver claim, then I'm not going to have a defense on Monday.
0: But if you have a player who's played on your lineup, they should not be eligible to be dropped for any sort of waiver transaction, or even a trade until the end of Monday night games. So you could, and I don't know, maybe this is where it gets gray. And I don't know if there's an official rule about it. But a player who's played, who's on your bench, and dropping them for a waiver, maybe that's going to clear before Monday, maybe that's okay, because you didn't play them. But if they've already played in your lineup, they should be locked to your lineup until the end of Monday night games and should not be eligible to be dropped, to be used to be picked, to pick up anybody else. That I think is the, the screw up here. And I don't know if anybody else has already done it this season and we don't know, like this it. it's, 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 it's,
1: it's <laughs> is so obscure. Like, I don't think I've ever seen this before. So, the, but the, the problem with that and I get what you're saying is the only thing is that when I, when I submitted the waiver claim, the Bengals hadn't played yet.
0: Right. But then by the time the waiver cleared. Right. No, I
1: get it. I get it. I understand what you're saying. There should be a system limitation to say this waiver is going to clear post the player playing. (laughs) I don't know if that exists. I've never seen anything. I
0: don't I don't know. I've never seen the option of of being able to to drop a player. I mean, I get you put the waiver in before they they have played. So obviously you'd be able to put the waiver in. But there should have been something that just automatically vetoed your waiver claim because you, the player had played and was on your lineup.
1: But you think it's it's okay to clear if that player was on the bench?
0: I think maybe that's like a vote that needs to like happen. Like what do people think about that? But you didn't play the player. So you're not like gaining anything out of it. Like if anything, it's just someone like, Oh, I need to drop someone there. They were hurt. And they, they're, I mean, either they hurt or they played and whatever their points were then You're going to drop them, but they didn't play on your team and you didn't get points from them. Albeit you're not going to get points from the Chargers defense now either because I don't think – you can put them in because they should no there's,
1: no, there's no way I can't no there's no way I can't put them in.
0: but I definitely don't think you should have gotten the Chargers defense in this situation
1: but I mean it screwed me both <laughs> ways though I didn't get to play the defense that I wanted
0: yeah I mean well sort of but that was like your mistake because you still kept sure, them in your sure. you kept them in your lineup to still play but that's super I mean I don't know who the Chargers are playing this next week and I don't know like you're planning on keeping them until next week but it'd be really funny if the only reason why you wanted this Defense was for this week, and you got them, but you can't even play them. <laughs> you yeah, play I. i
1: uh, Lou, I think Lou had asked some questions about like the length of time for waivers to clear and stuff. I think next year on the ad drop, I'm going to switch it to one day. The two days too long, I think.
0: I, I mean, I feel like it's been pretty normal for them to clear Thursday morning, but this one was weird. This one went oh, because the, they were dropped on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, then they should clear. They should at least clear by Thursday morning.
1: Waivers should clear before the games start.
0: Yeah. So there should be, there should be. So our initial pickup is, (laughs) so yeah, I don't know if anyone has thought about this, but yeah, our initial waivers are on Tuesday. So then you have Wednesday to decide what you're going to do based on what you did or didn't get on Tuesday. And then if there's any more waiver claims for anybody who was dropped on Tuesday, those should clear by Thursday morning in case someone's going to play. And then from those drops, they should clear by su- Sunday morning, but I guess if we did one day, they would clear Saturday morning or something. This is enough time. Yeah,
1: yeah. That that's what that's what needs to happen.
0: Yeah, because that was that was <laughs> that's such a weird situation. But I'm it's more weird that the that it let you do that and that you were still able to claim them. But either this was a weird like not thought of glitch or something in our settings. But I feel like if things were set properly, it should have cut over it should have jumped over you and i should have gotten the claim but whatever i am now riding the vikings defense this week and the chargers will be sitting on your bench
1: yeah yeah yes, so uh, weird one but that was fun so. well, I,
0: I, I was excited about the zay jones pickup this is much more interesting than that
1: <laughs> <way more> interesting. <laughs> so don't leave us all in suspense we were all waiting for a trade to happen between you and i Arthur. know
0: trade gate back but not no I you know Arthur bless his heart had asked what I wanted for DK and I got a little selfish (laughs) and he wasn't ready to part but Arthur DK had a great week last week I think he's looking for another good week this week so the offer's still there or to anybody else I'm in this weird like I want to trade with everybody now like I'm literally that Stephen Colbert mean of give it to me now (laughs) um But yeah, there was no trade. Sorry. There hasn't, and there haven't really been any other trades since ours, the one before that. So people need to need to get talking, but I get it. It's been, you know, this past few weeks have been super crazy with like players who you're expecting to perform and aren't and players who you would expect nothing from and are, and then rookies coming up and showing like what they can do. So I, you know, it's still early and everyone's still trying to like ride their draft picks and not give up anybody too soon. So hope maybe in the next few weeks, we'll start seeing some more trade talk happening. But on that note a potential trade talk, hey, Johnny, <laughs> you want to give me Trevor Lawrence?
1: <laughs> I sure don't.
0: Why not? <laughs>
1: I sure don't. Um, not to not to give up too much of my strategy, but this shouldn't be too much of a secret. But I, I think in in this league in particular, you want a late round quarterback to hit.
0: I know it's true
1: and so Trevor Lawrence is my go this year let me let me double check when I picked him up
0: you got him pretty late I think
1: oh not that late the 12th but
0: yeah I was hoping he wasn't going to get picked up at all and that I would pick him up later in the season because I have loved him for quite a I mean before he started in the NFL and I know he had a rough go last season in his rookie premiere but I have very positive thoughts for him. So
1: there's also this narrative of uh of second year quarterbacks usually have a big leap, right? And so yeah, it's kind of what I'm banking on on Trevor Lawrence. So in the twelve, the Jags also pretty... have
0: like a, a new coach, so they had a lot change for them going into it's, the season.
1: It's a new world so in think, Jacksonville for sure.
0: Yeah, and they're definitely benefiting from it. So good for them. That's fine. I have I have Zay Jones, so it's only going to benefit me if you ever pick him up. There I mean, you if you go. ever if you ever play.
1: Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I early on, I benefited from a late round pick of Deshaun Watson, though we won't talk about him in the in the <laughs> recent history of him. Obviously, no, Fred not. benefited from a late round pick of Patrick Mahomes and then Lynn riding high on
0: Lamar uh, Jackson, Lamar
1: Jackson that she got in the 15th round, probably his mm-hmm. rookie year and stuff. And so I just need a late round quarterback to hit. So I don't have to worry about quarterbacks for two or three years. That would be great. Trevor Lawrence, it's our, it's your time. It's our time. Let's go. I
0: mean, I'm, I'm for that for him.
1: If if, if I'm ever going to trade him, it's going to be, it's going to be at cost. Like I need a young quarterback or I need some picks. I need some stuff, but I also, I mean, no offense. I don't want to trade with you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just because you and i are obviously in conversation at least on a weekly basis you're like the easiest person to trade with and i like i need to first divers- diversify my trading portfolio
0: what i saying no i i have sent out feelers to a good amount of people in our league and uh, some people have not responded to me i won't say names but <laughs> i have i have asked about some players mm-hmm. so check your messages especially we've never messaged before you actually have to approve my message. Oh so, interesting. So She's trying to slide into the DMs, make sure
1: we're approving those, please.
0: Um yeah. So there may be some of you who haven't realized that I've messaged you asking about certain players, but I am trying to diversify my trade options just like you said, that you're the only person that's talking to me. <laughs>
1: But uh, I, n- I know you, I think you mentioned Ramondre Stevens last time. I'm, I'm willing to talk about that, but maybe at a, at a different time. Again, let's, 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 right, right, let's, right. let's get some feelers around the league first before we cannibalize each other's uh, rosters here.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, on the rankings going into week four, we only have two teams that are left undefeated. Of course, there's Lynn, who is still 3-0. But the surprising one to me that I don't think I realized he was doing that well was Arthur. Arthur, you're 3-0. You're just under the radar, skirting by, showing us all what, is, what how else you can win. So good for you. That's that's really cool to see that you're also 3-0 and that it's not just Lynn. And uh, we'll see if you can keep that going into week four and beyond. You did just also just change your name to Just Win Baby. Hopefully this name change is a good
1: Good luck for you. True, true Raiders to the very end. Uh, (laughs) We have three defeated teams on the other end of that spectrum is uh, Adrian, Fred and Jay. However, Fred and Jay are playing each other this week. So one of the two are going to have a win. The other is going to stay defeated. So we'll see if Adrian can pull up his first win against Lou, but not looking too hot on that front right now.
0: Yeah. I'm not too sure about, about that one, but you know, Jay, I will talk about how your, your match in week four, but I got your back. Again, there is this weekly report that comes out every week. They're there. Feel free to ignore. It's not very flattering to me, <laughs> but yeah, you know, you'll see who's uh, most blowout win, which uh, was me. So
1: one of my favorite metrics on there is the efficiency of the manager and so, who our most efficient manager? Was uh, Castro. Uh, Castro scored all every single possible point that he could have, 117. So he had a 100% efficiency last week. PJ, I think, it looks like it was in second place with a 97% efficiency. Like that's awesome. Nice. Like if, you, if you're if you're you know that che- that means you're choosing the right players. I, I that's my favorite metric that I like to look at on the sleeper on the weekly report there.
0: I would just like to say that I was the least efficient manager with a max total of one hundred and fifty six point three zero points, which you know in normal leagues would be a winning score, and I still would have lost to win. Like, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it terrible. would not have mattered. It would not have mattered
1: for better or worse.
0: For better or worse, yeah. I mean it would be it would have been nice to have those points just for our like our rankings in the league, but it's yeah, cool. That's cool. <laughs> All
1: right, on that note, let's look into some week four matchups. What, what do you see coming up this week other than the the toilet bowl of Fred versus Jay?
0: <laughs> oh man. I'll start off with, with your matchup. Starting from the beginning of the week, it was you're going against Roxanne. Roxanne is favored to win 55 to 45. I am going against PJ this week. PJ, I I don't know if you're listening, but I'm definitely seeing you make some moves. Hopefully you start making moves towards listening, because we love you.
1: So (laughs) I I might be able to actually confirm that PJ has listened to a podcast. At least one. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, love to hear it. Keep listening, PJ. Um, Though this week you are projected to lose, Uh, it's currently or our matchup is 54% to 46. Like you mentioned, Adrian is trying to find the win as well against Lou, but their matchup is 60 to 40. Fred and Jay are 47. Fred has 47 uh, percentage to win. Jay has 53. While it might be a toilet bowl, it's an exciting matchup to see who's going to get a win out of that one.
1: And to- toilet bowls because of records, not because of quality of team. Don't don't take offense.
0: <laughs> no, I mean they've been. I mean Jay, what he was a top performer last week, yeah, even though he yeah. lost, he was still a top performer. So it's not like his team is still doing as terribly as it was. But yeah, I mean he's projected to win, so he might get his first win this week. And then another great matchup that we spoke about earlier with Lynn is the Castro household head to head. Lynn Mm -hmm. and Castro. Lynn is currently projected to win uh, 60% to 40%. So That one's
1: flipped, actually, since Thursday night. So Lynn's at 53% now, and Castro's at 47%.
0: Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about those in a a second. Um, And then the uh, last matchup is Chris and Arthur, which I think has also changed, but prior to Thursday, it was 32% Chris to lose, and Arthur of 68% to win, which is now less shocking knowing that he is (laughs) 3-0.
1: But with the update now, after Thursday night, uh, Chris is at 48% to Arthur's 52, so almost a 50-50 split on that one.
0: Yeah, so we definitely, after Thursday night football, we definitely have some, a lot closer matchups than we did going into Thursday night. On that note, as everyone is aware, Thursday night football did occur. It was the Dolphins and the Bengals. Johnny's Bengal defense gate situation now that exists. (laughs) but
1: (laughs) Bengals did a little bit better than I thought they would, but
0: not not for
1: the reasons that we like, though.
0: No, no. And and definitely just wanted to, you know, know on Tua's injury last night. And it's, you know, it's always really awful to see any player go down that way, whether it's on a team that you love to hate or not, Um, you know, we were talking really highly of Tua, I think even earlier in this episode and last week, uh, prior to Thursday night, you know, just sending him well wishes, thoughts, love, prayers that, you know, he's able to continue and that we can see him back on the field when he's ready
1: yeah and then uh, we had Teddy Bridgewater take over there a former Denver Bronco former a lot of other teams Teddy Bridgewater uh looked serviceable obviously they didn't pull out the win but um
0: yeah he, he, didn't, look, of he didn't look bad I mean I got he had a really great throw to Tyreek Hill that's already starting to benefit me for week four so I, I'm happy
1: <laughs> yeah Tyreek, so, you know. Tyreek Hill's night was salvaged where Jalen Waddle was not as much no. But, um, yeah, when you're getting those updates uh, saying that, you know, Tua has movement in all extremities, you know, that it's bad. <laughs> like, if that's the the bright news, we're like, oh, shit.
0: Oh, I know. I mean, the whole game, everyone's thoughts are just on Tua. You don't even really, you can only imagine what his teammates are going through yeah. on the field and trying to just get through the game and, and, and find out what they can about their quarterback who, um, you know, it's definitely his time and his time for greatness. And we hope that he can get back on the field to do that. But yeah, so Thursday night happened. We did, as Johnny mentioned, we've had some updates in our matchup percentages. Mine and PJ's matchup hasn't changed. So you were originally projected to lose to Roxanne and that has now flipped. You are projected to win 53 to 47 percentage or with a 53% chance to win. Not sure if that's the right way we should be saying these matchup numbers, but hopefully they make sense to everybody else. Uh, Adrian and Lou, it is about the same. Adrian is creeping up a little bit on Lou. Fred and Jay, pretty much the same. That's, you know, the one they keep an eye out on. Glenn and Castro. Lynn was projected to beat Castro sixty percent to his forty percent, and she has dropped down slightly to fifty three percent to forty seven percent. And this one, I'm like torn. I, I, you know, I love both Castros, um, but as Castro's former student, I always love to see him. Live in fantasy. Uh, I, I can, no. I can
1: like picture him making a face right now as he say. I
0: know. <laughs> That's for all the push-ups we ever got in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and all the all the, the laps we had to go on run on the field during preseason. <laughs> but um yeah, I'm just kidding, Castro. Uh, but no, it'd be great to see somebody take down Lynn, but also love Lynn and wouldn't mind seeing her win. We'll let her extend her her undefeated record for one more week.
1: when you have the number one team against going going against the number four team it isn't like an underdog story but hey (laughs) someone can take down Lynn and be impressive
0: that's true um and then the last matchup is Chris and Arthur uh which was originally the biggest blowout because Arthur was projected to beat Chris with a 68 percent percentage to win to Chris's 32 and Chris has definitely creeped up from on that gap and is at a 48 percent percentage to win and Arthur's 52 percentage to win so there's a lot of close games um this week and should be pretty exciting definitely anything can happen going into week four but here we go we'll see what happens yeah it's just
1: kind of crazy how much changes after just one game
0: I know right and especially I mean I feel like I've said this like every week now but Thursday night something will something crazy happens sometimes better or worse but we'll see
1: some bad juju on Thursdays.
0: There is, there is definitely bad juju on Thursdays. It's just a short week, you know. I, it, it's just not a lot of time for players to come off of, you know, Sunday, and even if they have minor in, injuries or major injuries, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a really short turnaround. And you know, Miami had a lot going against them, just you know, with the weather in Florida and having yeah. them to travel out early. And I don't think they got a ton of practice even going into the game, so. I think that's that's the hardest part on the teams, And that's why it's just always weird. You just never know who's going to benefit and who's going to do worse. But we made it through, you know, positive notes on Tua. He did go home last night. So he's in good spirits. So we can all, you know, be in good spirits going into the weekend and Monday.
1: That's right. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us uh, for episode four here. Quick shout out. Thank you to our guest, Lynn, for for being our, Thanks, our official first guest on the pod for the get to know you section looking forward to more visits from you guys coming soon here but in the meantime i'm johnny
0: and i'm crispy
1: good luck to everyone in week four unless you're playing against us,
0: in which case we hope you lose Bye. bye